This is Unreal Reality, the podcast where we take two topics of the weird, strange, disturbing sometimes even, and pit them against each other to find out which one is truly in real reality. Welcome back everyone to episode four of Unreal Reality. This episode we have no cleanup, so I guess we just get into our topics. Um, episode four oh, is cults. Um, actually, um, we're on Apple Podcasts now, officially. Oh yeah. By we're the, on Apple Pod. We are on I mean, Apple Podcasts now. We're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, all that fun stuff. And then soon we're going to make a YouTube channel to post it on there if for some reason someone only wants to listen to it on YouTube. Hey, I'm a bitch for viewers. Honestly. I will, I will whore out. Tell me what I need to do to get views. I yeah, but that's really the only thing that did really things. need to be said, but said it anyways Whores, just in case. really. I will murder someone. To get okay, so this week we're talking about cults. I want to be a future topic. So, cults, episode four. Eric, what is the story of your uh, thing about her? What's the name of it again? <laughs> the story. Tell me the story. It just reads out the entire cult. Um, the title for mine is going to be The Doomsday Cult. So, I didn't feel like a name was appropriate for the story I'm about to tell. So I'm just going to call it by what the name of the actual place was called. And it's called Colonial Dignidad. Dignidad, sorry. Dignidad? Dignidad. Dignidad. Gotcha. So, Eric, if you don't mind, I would like to go for it first. Yeah, uh, let's get this one out of the way first. Well, I would say sit back and enjoy, but... It'll be interesting. Fun to hear. So to start this off, I openly feel disgusted about making jokes about what I'm about to talk about. What happened here and what happened to these people, this cult, was unbelievable. It's shocking how long it took for it to actually fall apart. In 1961, a German man by the name of Paul Schaefer brought over the first inhabitants of what would become hell on earth for those living there. First, let's talk about Paul. Born in 1921 in the small Fucking German town. Fucking course, it's a guy named Paul. Honestly. Fucking Paul. A clumsy person when he was young had, you know, he had, he had a incident with a fork and took out one of his eyes, so... Because of that, he was rejected from joining the Nazi army full out. Because 1921 German, he was a part of the Hitler Youth and ended up as a medic for the Nazis during the war. He was a doctor. After the war, he got a job as a welfare worker for children in an institution of a local church. He was later fired from that church due to sexual abuse charges against the kids he was taking care of. Ah, oh, god damn it, Paul. Sadly, no charges against him would lead to his arrest. Ah, fucking Nazi Germany, of course. It was after Nazi Germany. Eh, it's still Germany. Yeah. In 1959, he created the Private Social Mission, an alleged charitable organization, which he and his followers followed a strict belief of the Bible, a form of post-World War baptism by the name of Healing Revivalism, which to this day is still a massive movement with millions of followers. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. Uh, There was a uh, television like evangelist, who died recently, who was part of this denomination. Of, uh, Fucking had an evangelist? Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, this form of baptism had another cult under its belt with the Guyanese death cult led by Jim Jones, which possibly another episode we can do <clears throat> later. Guyanese death cult? Oh, my yeah. God. So, and this took place another... um, during after World War II, so like 50s yep. and 60s right now yep. that we're talking about? Okay. Right now. Yep. So... <clears throat> Uh, so that's a possible another episode later for another cult episode. Later in the same year, he faced charges again for the molestation of two children. <coughs> so this is now at least, 
Like, this is a handful of kids that he's molested already. God. And instead of taking the charges as a man, he fled the country and did what most Nazis did during that time and ran to South America. When in 1961, he and his followers, around 300, left Germany for Chile. The Chilean government, being very crooked at the time, gave them passports and the green light to create an anti-communist society in the remote hills of the country, where Paul would never be caught. This was a Nazi colony run by Nazis, a place for Nazism to survive and grow into a new world. And this colony housed one of, if not the worst Nazi during World War II. And you'd think I was going to say Hitler. But in my mind, what this gentleman did... A man by the name of Joseph Mengil. I'm going to pronounce... Sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong. Ah, Fuck him. It doesn't matter if you pronounce it wrong. Fuck him. The infamous Nazi concentration camp doctor known as the Angel of Death. Mm -hmm. He did... Okay. Unbelievable acts of mutilation, violations... Didn't he, like, really? sew twins together and random yep, shit exactly. like that? It's yeah. fucking horrible He did stuff guy. that no human should ever have the thought process of doing. Although, to the outside world, you'll never guess. They proposed the idea of a peaceful utopia where you live out your life farming, making pastries, praising God, and waiting for Judgment Day. That's what he and his press told the world, and it worked. People from Chile came to Colonial Dignidad and saw it as a new future. It is a wealthy community with education and more modern life. So villagers of surrounding towns would leave their children with Paul. So they would have a better life in future. They would study there. And they'd have like free oh, clinics and doctors. No. Sadly, those happy lives would never come to existence. Paul knew the power that he had over his followers. And soon the new horror would begin. First, new laws outlying any type of unmarital bonding. Men and women are, were no longer to be friends or to see each other. Brothers and sisters were split up and had to act as if they didn't have any siblings. Some children would never be able to see their parents again. Now, for the only joke I will say during this entire investigation. Like Dr. Ian Malcolm said in Jurassic Park, uh, life finds a way. Question: Why were they separating brothers and sisters and making them pretend like they didn't have any? Like, what was the reason behind this? The idea this? was only type of bond you should have is during marital bonds. Ah. Oh. Teenagers began to sneak out and do what teenagers do. They tried to start a spark of rebellion. Too bad that spark would never get the chance to light. Anybody who showed any spark of hope, of rebellion, who talked out, would be heavily tranquilized, tranquilized, and put through the electric shock therapy and put into isolation until they either conformed or they, until they just lost their will and joined back wow. in the society that they knew. And this is even the worst part. Children that no longer had a family fell victim to the man that was supposed to lead them into a peaceful world. Paul Schaefer raped over two dozen children. He raped over two dozen children. These acts are all terrible. It's one of the worst things I've had to read and research and write about. Sadly, we're not halfway through what I want to talk about. What if I told you that the United States knew about this, Germany knew about this, and we're okay with it? Wow, that's so fucked. In 1966, the first ever escapee by the name of Wolfgang Mueller fled back to Germany 
and got and got the story out to the public of the horror of this cult that this sect was practically known. Unfortunately, this didn't really do anything. The government saw this as an opportunity, and in 1973, with the support of the United States of America, Augustus Pinochet, Pinochet I'm, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing this name wrong, attacked the elected president of Chile and became a dictator. Anyone who spoke out against the coup, because that's what happened, it was a coup, would be beat, arrested, or worse during this dark time in Chile. Pinochet loved the idea, he loved the idea of having a Nazi death cult being placed in Chile, and he used it to his advantage. Him and Paul shook hands and met, and anybody who would speak out, political prisoners, uh, Pinchat's secret police would take to Col Colonial Dignidad to interrogate and torture them for any information they could gather. Afterwards, members of the cult, after these interrogations and tortures, members of the cult would make them go away, would make the political prisoners go away. I'm not going to talk about what they actually did. This was sadly a common practice for the cult members, who now had nowhere to run. They had nowhere to go. They couldn't escape from this place. Yeah, because of the entire country. That's crazy. One thing I haven't mentioned is that this place was preparing for war. It had the largest stockpile of weapons ever found in Chile to this day. Rocket launchers, all types of pistols, machine guns, ammunition. They are preparing for something. Like I said, whatever Paul was planning to do it wasn't going to be good this went on for another 17 years until in 1990 when Augustus lost his dictatorship and a new democracy was founded in Chile now you think once the government new government was founded things would start to work out nope probably not colonial dignidad started stated stayed the same for a longer time longer period of time some things were starting to be brought to light, though. Sexual abuse and torture actually increased inside during these times. Police tried multiple times to do investigations to bring down Paul. But when they entered the compound and they entered this facility, and this is a big, big chunk of, not a big chunk, but it's a good-sized area up in the hills in Chile, they were met with silence from everyone who's in there. Finally, 26 children who used to go to the free schools and clinics around the area, inside the compound, uh, reported the abuse that they had been through. And a Chilean judge issued the warrant for Paul Schaefer's arrest. In 1997, Paul fled Chile and wasn't found until 2005, living in a small Argentinian village. He was sentenced to 20 years in prison. 20 years? Are you serious? I know, it's upsetting. That's less than the number of kids. He was also forced to pay a large amount of money to the victims of everything. Like, it was like 77, like, the, it was like, it, it, it was like, in total, in American currency, it was like $1.1 million. Which, oh, in 19, no. I, which in 1977 was a little bit, I don't know what the inflation is right now for that. On April 24th, 2010, Schaefer died of a severe heart attack inside the hospital of the prison at the age of 88. He deserved a lot worse. I openly hope this man burns in hell. Oh, very, very much. Which does lead to one more topic that people don't think about. And after watching uh, a really good documentary that I'll link. That oh, I is the cult still, like, happening? So, like, I know they lost Paul, but are they still, like, the thing? No. Like, does that... Okay. So, but you gotta Thank think, God. though, and this is what this comes through, 
is that these are still people living to this day that were born in this cult, raised in this cult, that's the only thing they knew was this like way of life. Mm-hmm. They're still there. They're still living their lives. Like people you could talk to, you know, from Chile. So maybe not be, be as public, but there's definitely still people like that right now. No, they're not being abused anymore, and they're free. They actually renamed the place um, from Chile, or Chile, from Colonial Vigandad to Varia Village. And people can go there and take tours of the place. They can look around. And these are still people living, honest, hardworking people living. This didn't know any better. Yeah. Literally, you know, they were born into it, so they had no clue. And they're, you know, slowly being deprogrammed from the world, from what they thought was life. That is absolutely insane. I agree. So that was mine. I hope you guys have a little new perspective. Perspective is a good word. So I got the sad one out of the way. Hopefully Eric's has some comedy to it. It's I got a little joke. bit. I, I wrote some jokes in there. Because I'm not afraid to make fun of a cult. That's fine. It's not an active I've... cult anymore. But I'll get into that. Because right. so there is some mine. like messed up stuff that they did. So Eric, please take it away. My title is The Doomsday Cult. So let's just start it out and I'll explain as we go. Let's start with a man named Paulo Kashaku, who lived in Uganda. A father of two daughters, Cradonia, born in 1952, and Evangelista. Yvonne has an unknown date of birth, I couldn't find it, but what we do know is she died by 1960. Oh, she did not live long. Yeah, you want to know why? Uh-oh. Because in 1960, Paulo had a vision of his dead daughter who told him he would have visions of heaven. He claimed this came true 28 years later in 1988. Oh, Jesus he... Christ. Oh, actually, wait. So... He actually had a vision of Jesus Christ, the Virgin oh Mary, God. and St. Joseph. He got all the three in there. Dude. All three of them really wanted to talk to Paulo. I don't know why, but they did. <clears throat> But also, it turns out the um, Credonia claimed she had the same vision, and supposedly the Virgin Mary wanted Credonia to spread a message across Uganda. This mm-hmm. message being a warning about the apocalypse. Oh my God! Yes, it always is the apocalypse. Apocalypse. Um, so she set out just going across Uganda, trying to spread the word. But a year later, this is when she would meet a Joseph Kibutir. And tell him about the vision. Crazy enough, Joseph said that in 1984 he also had a virgin, I mean, vision of Virgin Mary. What is going on over there? Dude, I've never. Apparently, I'm not in the right right country for like meeting God. Or continent. I didn't realize Africa was that popular in the Bible, but here we are. I mean, yeah. I'll see them more in the Middle East. I mean, yeah, Egypt. Yeah. There's a big say in the Bible. That's oh, yeah, kind of. No, 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 not kind of. <laughs> oh, just a little bit. <laughs> I'm, just saying, I, I'm just saying, I pray every night, and not once has God come to me in the vision. I'm kind of upset now. I'm not saying he owes me. But he owes you. But he owes me. He owes Anyways, Keep it so after they met, they, t- um, they formed... Get ready. You ready for this name? It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Movement for the Restoration of the Ten Commandments of God. All right, so 
I feel like right there, if you have, alright, so the movement of the rest, rest, wow, I can't speak. The movement of the restoration of the Ten Commandments of God. There's three, like, there's two ofs, so, there's a four, like, there's too many conjunctions. That, I think that's I'm not saying is. I can name or make a better cult name. But I definitely can make a better cult name. Why do you think I'm um, using the Doomsday Cult as the title instead of the movement for the restoration of the Ten Commandments of God? Now that you're saying it, though, it's kind of sticking with me. Is this cult? There's 11 words in the title. Like, no, it's too much. Is there, like, a good, like, acronym for it? No. Uh, There's not an acronym. Six and a half hours later. I'm still, like, really strung up on this name. <laughs> it's it's bad. But anyways, this group actually grew rapidly, uh, attracting a lot of defrocked, um, defrocked Catholic priests and nuns. So for anyone who doesn't know, defrocked means these were um, priests and nuns who were stripped of their um, religious status. Oh... Yeah, that's what, okay. that's what defrocked means. So, such priests like Paul Akazire, hey, another Paul, mm, and um, Dominic Katari Babu. So, Dominic was a highly respected and popular priest from there, and apparently he had a PhD from a university in the United States. He bragged about that a lot. Couldn't find what university in the United States, but apparently he had one. You can go to Mott Community College and get a degree. <laughs> yeah, it could have been some random community college, but everyone's like, ooh, the, the United States, he must be smart. He went, to university, though, of, no. he went, he went to university of Michigan in Flint. They were like, this is the real U of M. Oh, no. <laughs> That's some really shitty community college. But yeah, but since <laughs> um, Dominic was there, this caused the sect to increase in numbers really fast. They started to need more money to fund their cult, since all these new disciples, as they called them. Um, Joseph ended up selling his three properties, his car, and milling machines, all to invest in pineapple and banana plantations. Huh. I mean... Because they turned these abandoned plantations into uh, where they lived. They all lived uh, on these plantations. I remember um, playing the banana, banana song from like, um, you know, Deo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They like, come and we want to go home. That's I get good. the song from Beetlejuice, but... Yeah. Um, anyways... By the late 90s, these plantations turned into a thriving community for the church, quotation marks. The members of the church lived there, pooling all their assets to keep it maintained. All the members of the church had to sell all their possessions and give it to the church. Uh, I mean, sh shit, I do that too, bro. Yeah, who doesn't? Yeah, clearly. Um, so they built a bunch of houses for recruitment, indoctrination, and worship, and just... All kinds of stuff for them to live there, for them to, you know, obviously recruit people. They also built a school for all the kids. Um, I mean, that's not a bad thing. Yeah, School's so everything's nice. thriving, but in 1992, they were actually kicked out by vil um, village elders. Wait, wait, wait. Who was kicked out? The cult. They were kicked well, out of their they... property by the village elders how does that work they bought it i don't know it's uganda i don't know how their system works there i anyway so far so far this cult you're telling me has not done anything wrong per se because i just had crazy visions they built a school no no they they haven't done anything wrong technically yeah no so far they're yeah. good i wonder why they got kicked out 
Uh, what are you about to tell me that's about to fuck up this cult that I wanted to join? <laughs> but uh, even though they got kicked out, instantly Cardonia's dad on Apollo had an extensive property for them for them to move yeah, in. So they just of course built their stuff there. They're all good. Hmm. Uh, but eventually, Paul Akazire left the church in uh, 19... 94 i accidentally write, wrote 1944 i meant 1994 um taking about 70 members with him oh well okay yeah but despite that by 1998 they almost had 5,000 people holy shit yeah so it's that's a, it, it's a city at this point so that's a big amount of people that's, that's probably, a lot what is that in the population of uganda like how many people i wonder in the country of uganda right now quick, real yeah, quick, quick google up. search Uganda um, population. 42 million as of 2018. Obviously, it's gone up. So, let's say um, 1990, it was 17 million. Holy shit, they've gone up a lot. They said there are a lot of people. They've over doubled their population. Yeah. They got a cool flag. That's a little bird in the middle. Anyways. Life uh, finds a way. Jesus. Was talking to them apparently. Um, <laughs> He's like, "Saw dude, <laughs> dude, the world's going in." It was mostly Virgin Mary talking to him, though. I like the idea of Jesus being a bro. Ah, what's up, guys? Ah, bro, dude, what's up? Y'all praying tonight? Y'all trying to link up and pray tonight? <laughs> I died in that cross to slay push, bro. Oh no. <laughs> I died on the cross for you. You can at least send me nudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck boy Jesus is the best Jesus. <laughs> that water I turned into wine? It was actually White Claw. I was they just about know. to say White Claw. Dude, I'm gonna pray to Jesus, dude. <laughs> Turn fish into bread. That's the only bread I'm getting. You know what I mean? <laughs> God damn it. I started as a carpenter because I know how to, because I'm always on that grind. You know what I mean, man? You overextended <laughs> the bit. You lost it. Just cut it. Just cut it. As we get closer to the next millennium in the timeline, you know, the year 2000, let's talk about what the cult believed in. Okay, here we go. Here's what's going yeah. to get ruined. The Virgin Mary's messages to Credonia said that the apocalypse would happen December 31st, 1999 and bring damnation to all who didn't strictly follow the Ten Commandments. Did they predict Y2K? Kind, Before Y2K kinda. was a thing? Yeah, I guess. Weird. Like, I I don't think... Yeah, not like technically Y2K, because Y2K was like a... this Computer thing. Computers won't be able to handle the clock yeah. changing. But a lot of people just, I don't know why it's like the year 2000 is going to be the death of us. <laughs> they were so scared of damnation that they actually discouraged talking. So they didn't accidentally break the eighth commandment. Thou shall not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Like, that's how scared they were. They didn't even that's, talk to each other. That's kind of that's crazy, though. A lot of them learned sign language just to be safe. I don't know. Because I guess if you <laughs> sign it, it doesn't count. I don't know. God can't read sign language, did you know? <laughs> he only hears you, hears your thoughts. He can't, he doesn't see what your hands are doing. 
God's just looking down there like, is he throwing up gain signs? What is he doing down there? Is he trying to square up? What, what, what are you doing down there? I'll come down there and thunderbolt your ass. <laughs> I will smite you. Don't test me. I, I swear to, I swear to me, I will smite you. <laughs> I swear to me. I, I swear to Zeus. Oh, wait a second. No, 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 no. No one heard that. No one heard that. Um, so fasting was regularly conducted and only one meal was eaten on Fridays and Mondays. So the same like lifestyle as a college kid, probably. Yeah, I feel like living <laughs> in the barracks, I do very similar things with these, with these people. Um, me. So far, but you also, not to oh, sorry, them. what's up? So far, you haven't given me a reason not to join the cult. Um, sex was forbidden there, apparently, too. And so was soap. Both of those things will not affect me in my days of life. <laughs> I was going to say, like, we have a podcast about conspiracy theories. Obviously, the sex thing does not affect us. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Now back to the timeline. With the year 2000 looming, the activity of the members became frantic. The leaders urged all the members to confess their sins in preparation for the end. All work on the land stopped to prepare for the apocalypse. Did it happen? Did it happen? Surprise! Nothing happened! Oh, damn it. I want yeah, I know. I, I was like, whoa, dude, I'm about to read about the apocalypse. I'm so excited. And nothing Shit. happened. What a shame. I know. Yeah, so um, the movement became to unravel because, you know, they were lying. Yeah. People were like, oh, you just been scamming me for years. But crazy enough, another date was immediately predicted. March 17th, 2000 was the new date for the apocalypse. But this nice. time there would be a ceremony with it. Ooh. Yeah, a lot of people left, but they got like a thousand members to stay. Hello everybody, it's the Not Eric one, here to give you a quick editor's note. So, we go from one jump cut to another because I didn't like the way it flowed. So, bear with it. Thank you. So anyways, the movement actually threw a giant party, you know, they were all having fun. Put some fun music. Put some Just fun music behind this, they're having a I great time. They roasted three bowls and drank Ooh. 70 crates of soft drinks. Like pop? Yeah, they went nuts. They're having a good time. No, they're going to say like alcohol. No, no, no. I guess, no, no, no. Even Jesus drank wine. Yeah, seventy crates of soft drinks. They're playing it safe. They, you don't want to show up to heaven drunk. Come on, man. So anyway, they're having a good time. After some time has passed, you know, everyone else showed up. The building blew up. Wait, what? What do you mean it blew up? No, you can't just do that. It blew up. When the villagers got there, they found the building erupted in flames, killing all 530 people in attendance. Holy shit! They found oh, all the they found all the windows and doors to the building sealed, like nailed shut. Oh, so this was planned. This the lead the leaders of the church were all assumed dead from the explosion because obviously, yeah. I don't know, maybe one got away with all the money. Who knows? But uh, police proceeded to find six bodies in outhouses, 153 bodies in a different building, 155 in another building, and then 81 more bodies. All of these were poisoned and stabbed. What the and fuck? After um, the medical examiners said they were all killed about three weeks before the explosion. 
before. Yeah, and Yo. apparently all 530 people people who died in the um, explosion and fire were all poisoned. Oh, that soft drink. The soft drinks. There you go. Jesus Christ. So, so if you people... add all this up, 920. They killed 925 people. So you said there's about a thousand people in their cult at that point. About so, yeah. So only 80 survived somehow. Roughly. It, if I like, they didn't have the exact yeah. number for yeah. everyone who was still there. So there might have been people who just were late for the party. And, yeah. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, but no, 925 people died because That's... of this, and the local police were like, okay, this isn't a suicide because why would they board it up? Yeah, honestly, no, that was planned. So and also, every many... if all the bodies they found looked like there were struggles, and they were moved afterwards. So they're like, yes, this was a mass murder. Yeah. How many people were stabbed again? All of them. Or no, uh, the... Um, hold on, I gotta do some math real quick. Math. Time. Math. Time. Math. Time. Um, 395 people were poisoned and stabbed. The, so the other poisoned. 530 were um, exploded, burnt, and poisoned. So 530... Or 400, you said? How many was it again? 395 were 395. poisoned and stabbed. So, why do you poison them if you're just going to stab them? Why, I, why? I thought the same thing. I why really you, did. Why would you burn the bodies if you're just going to... Like, was the poison not working? They're like, uh... I shit, you got the knife. <laughs> Dude, I mean, fuck. That cult just gave Jack the Ripper a run for his money. Yeah, so that's it. That that was the end of the cult. That's all that happened. Everyone died so, who was still in the cult. I mean, in a weird way, I guess the world did end. On, for uh, them, I for guess. Them. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I, I just, I perfectly planned it. You know, like, hey, we're having a good time. They were throwing a party. The building blew up. I knew that would get a reaction out of you. <laughs> yeah, you can't. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that's... That's the movement for the restoration of the Ten Commandments of God. <laughs> I wish I... Where did they come up with that name? I, I could have wrote them a better name. I was kind of born. they were a movement trying to restore the Ten Commandments of God. But it's such a shitty name. Oh, no, it's horrible. But, like, they also killed a bunch of people when they... Um, turns out they... Everyone figured out they were lying. They gave... Like, they said the year 2000. Like, that's like 20 years ahead. We'll worry about about then it happens uh give us a couple more months we're going to fucking kill everyone we're just gonna kill them all it'll look like we're all dead we'll take the money and run apparently um joseph was caught like in february buying like gallons and gallons of sulfuric acid i wonder how they're poisoned Hmm. i don't know i'm still wondering myself how do you buy stuff like so he was caught like I exactly like he was seen doing it and they're like I don't know cult shit who knows that's alright that's not suspicious that's hey funny. I'm not gonna judge someone it might be part of the religion <laughs> and Jesus said drink thy sulfuric acid and it shall go down smooth and to where his twelve disciples said the fuck are you talking about? That's I'm not... still thinking of fuckboy Jesus. Like, don't stop praying to me. You're too hot. <laughs> do you do you swipe right on God? <laughs> Ever ask yourself the question, what would Jesus do? 
the answer is you, baby. Anyways, so are we going to do a reward? Are we uh, having a winner this episode? I when I before I knew about your cult, I suggested the idea we should um um whoever wins should be the one whose cult you would rather join. My only but I feel like that's pretty one-sided at this point. Yeah, <laughs> my, my people still are alive. Yeah, your people were Nazi pedophiles. Mine were just, just some idiots who think that the world was going to end and then all died in an explosion. Yeah, it's a difference. There's still people from my cult alive. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> we can just not have a wonder because of how like real your subject is. I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah, I'm okay with not having a wonder again. Okay, that's fine. So, yeah. That was episode four of Under Reality. Some it was fun for the second half. Yeah, the first half was. Dope. I, the first half was just actually super interesting to learn about, and the second half is to lighten the mood back up. I feel like that's how that went. Oh yeah, we got a new character in our uh, world with Fuckboy Jesus because Fuckboy Jesus. Yeah, I'm going to reference him every single episode. He is coming back. Don't you he, guys worry. He's not leaving. He doesn't have to come back because he ain't leaving. That's Wesley true. will be getting Snapchats throughout the week of me pretending to be fuckboy Jesus. It's as simple as that. <laughs> I wrote an ass back. Holy shit, it lines so well with my last joke I made about Jesus in the last one. What? I was like, I was like, I'm riding asses into Jerusalem in the last episode. <laughs> you really will be riding some asses into Jerusalem. Oh, God. Dude, fuckboy Jesus was around before fuckboy Jesus was a thing. All right, we're going to call it good there. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions for ideas to talk about in the future that you want us to talk about, you can reach us on Twitter at UnrealRealityPD. Yep, so hit us up on there. Give us a follow. We would really appreciate it. Or, um, or we have an email, a Gmail account, which you can hit us up at if you want to just not follow us and support us because, you know, fuck you. Uh, that is at the Unreal Reality. Two at gmail.com we have no consistency so get used to it yeah. um but now we got everything set up so you can listen on spotify apple Podcasts, um soundcloud and google Podcasts. we're gonna set yeah. up a youtube channel soon for people to listen on there because we had had one person request that so we're just gonna do it you request I'm, something we're gonna do it like i said before i will whore out for you we care oh, about you do not forget that. I don't but. care about you, but I want the viewership. So please keep listening. <laughs> I actually cried last night. I cried myself to sleep last night because I was like, damn. That one person who's not listening hasn't listened yet. I Yeah, we really need that one person. We would that appreciate one. it. But I want that one for guy. the people who are listening, thank I you. I hate you all. <laughs> if you want to support the podcast, please... The best way to support it is word to mouth. If you think anyone would like this, please tell them about it, share it, just do it. Might, might as well. You're going to send them a funny meme, just send them this. And based off of fucking views, you guys aren't sharing that shit word to mouth. Get that shit out there. I know who some of you are. So if you're not my actual supervisor, because I love my BM1s, but my BM3s, I'll hunt you down. Hey, Dad. What are you yeah. doing, man? Come on. <laughs> yeah, Eric said, hey, Mom, because I know you listen to this. Because you're our biggest fan. I swear to God, I'll come back to Michigan. I have winter break coming up. Fucking share the podcast. Hi, Mom. I want to fucking whore out of this goddamn podcast. I swear to fucking God. Hey, Dad, after you're done listening to this, the Coast Guard after six years. Fucking done with this shit.
please. Done. We're done. We're cutting it. We're good. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Unreal Reality. <laughs> it got so intense. <laughs>